Hello, dear friends. Before this episode starts, I just want to give a brief warning. This is only a 10-minute preview of a hour-plus-long episode on our bonus Patreon feed, so anyone who donates that sweet six, six dollars a month or more, gets access to this bonus episode, as well as our whole back catalog and all the bonus episodes we've ever done. And if you sign up for a year at a time, you get like 10% off or something like that. It's a, it's a great deal. It's, it's a wonderful deal. And it makes a great gift. Patreon.com slash seriously wrong. Links in the description for that. So yeah, this preview of our bonus episode, episode 271, it's only about 10 minutes long. I think it's a good 10 minutes. Uh, but if you want to listen to the whole hour-long episode, donate to our Patreon. It's greatly, greatly appreciated. So without further ado, the preview of episode 271. In other news today, Twitter owner Elon Musk has announced a stunning reversal of the longtime Twitter policy against comedy unbanning prominent clowns like Twinkles McGee and Gumdrop. We spoke to unbanned clown Gumdrop today about the decision. <laughs> if the Democrats win, they'll break into our homes and drag our children screaming into the night. <laughs> oh, Gumdrop. Uh, comedy is back. In other news, Twitter owner Elon Musk has lost $30 billion again today because he got into a high-stakes ego conflict with the owner of a small pizzeria. Verified users on Twitter commented that he was a based Chad cell and that everyone was triggered by him losing so much money. And in other news, Twitter owner Elon Musk has announced that Twitter is going pay per tweet and that it would be mandatory to click on and buy products from ads in order to use the service. Internal leaked emails indicate that Elon is planning a paid feature which would allow fans to know the exact location of their favorite celebrities. In other news, Elon Musk has fired his team firing team, citing cost concerns in his ballooning layoff department. He says he plans to build a company culture where staff in other positions stay in evenings and on weekends to lend a hand in the hard work of firing employees. I really don't like these videos, and I don't care if it's on TikTok or, or wherever, but let's, let's just admit this comes from TikTok, where people are like smiling and pointing at parts of the screen where text appears. What a, what a bizarre, what, like it's evolutionary and like that's, that this came out of the tool set that TikTok gave people to use. Like no one would ever design this. No one would ever be like, this is how we present information by smiling and pointing at something imaginary and then putting in text afterwards. Now, look, if you do that and that's your thing, all the power to you, all the power to everyone in the world to achieve their dreams. But I can't stand that shit. And when it comes on my feed in the form of advertising on a platform other than TikTok, you know, it's, it brings out my real like... It brings out a, a, a boomer-esque sense of grievance with the way the world is changing in me. Yeah, I feel yeah, I feel like that's uh, all this kind of like complaining about 
social media trends and stuff it, it does kind of get to like oh these kids today they aren't like doing things right i don't know but yeah it's, it's interesting how social media how the shape of the container these like different the, the way that these these different systems are set up to reward different things creates trends and patterns in people's behavior to try to like game these algorithms where like people on twitter figured out that if you share something you'll get a certain amount of engagement but then if you share something and you add a comment like this makes me feel insane or the world is crumbling or like this is beyond parody like that those sort of like punchy state or you'll never guess what happens at the end of this video so like oh okay so i'm gonna watch this and try to guess what happens at the end of the video and then look you can fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me i'm never watching to the end of one of these goddamn videos again what's that thing about like what there's a quote about the idea is like the things that you find annoying are some reflection of some aspect of yourself that you right um when it comes to like pointing and smiling at corners of the screen i'm not sure exactly what that would be for me but <laughs> my main issue is that it's being used by advertisers now and like i've just seen this i just associate it with advertising i associate it with trying to like sell me some sort of supplement or something or like 20 percent of people need to buy this yeah i find like meme advertisements and stuff really annoying i haven't actually seen advertisers doing what you're describing but i haven't spent a lot of time on tiktok but like advertisers appropriating meme formats and stuff i find kind of annoying but i don't like it just like all advertising is bad so i don't really i don't know it doesn't or like advert like companies going onto Twitter and like dunking on each other or doing Twitter stuff. Oh, yeah, Super that, cringe. That shit is <laughs> that's that's uh makes you leave your body to see KFC being horny on Maine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I've seen any advertisers be horny yet. Maybe. Kleenex clap eats clap ask. Yeah, to me there's like a separate line between individuals doing that because of the cultural trends towards it and then advertisers copying cultural trends the advertiser thing is just always always annoying when when it happens yeah yeah but it's kind of like i think part of what i don't like about it on twitter as a general it's like i see it as it's almost like advertising infecting the way we speak because we're forced to talk so briefly. So we need to like boil it down to, you know, the just do it, like just do it. The slogan of Nike is just like a very brief, simple words, like just do it. Uh, like that's advertising. And then tweets, because they're so small, they have that same kind of like advertising there's a same kind of advertising logic to them. Like you won't believe what ha you'll never guess what happens at the end of this video. It's like, it's an advertising pitch basically for its own video. So I, I, there's a complex relationship. It's like advertising is taking meme culture and it's taking clapback culture and then directing it towards ads. But the clapback culture itself is almost like social relations put through the PR lens of communication strategies from, from advertising like make people feel insecure. Imagine thinking that blah, 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 you know, like these, there's an advertising logic inherent to the way that people are acting. And then advertisers are picking up on it because they, through trial and error, organically figure out what works. And then all of a sudden Kleenex is saying like, imagine thinking that a normal tissue can, com can compare to Kleenex. <laughs> Breakup texts. 
Hey, honey, hope your day is going well. I just wanted to shoot you a quick message because I wanted us to have a conversation tonight, if possible. Some of the way you've been communicating lately has been a bit off for me. I feel like you've been spending too much time on Twitter. The way you type and talk, even to me sometimes in personal texts, it just has that like Twitter, like super sarcastic Twitter voice thing going on. I feel like it's interfering with our communication. Imagine thinking that the way someone types and acts online is actually reflective of their personality. LMAO. Yeah, see, this is the exact thing I'm talking about. I I don't have to imagine thinking that. I do think that. Maybe I should have just brought this up in person, but do, do you not see how that text is what I said? I feel like I'm going insane beyond parody. I just want to know, like, are you hearing what I'm saying or not? Do you actually feel like like what I'm saying doesn't make sense? Is that what you mean by that? Um, have you considered maybe not gaslighting me and abusing me? That would be cool. Okay, I'm definitely not gaslighting you and abusing you. I'm not doing that. Normal text to send. Very normal. You know what? I think it is normal. I think it is normal to send a text when you're having a problem in a relationship and you want to share. Please, can you just respond to what I'm saying? It's so funny how people actually think that I don't respond to them when I respond to them so much. Unreal. I swear to God, if your next text is not a straightforward answer to what I'm saying that doesn't fit into some predefined Twitter template for how to make a snappy message, it's over. I don't know who needs to hear this, but it's almost as if people can talk however they want. It's over. This is not an airport. There's no need to announce your departure. They had first met bonding over a shared love of the theater. They had met each other's parents, held hands on cold nights, and known an uncommon tenderness in their private moments. They had their ups and downs, and this was the end. Their breakup texts.